Welcome back to Feed the Sheep Podcast. This is your host, Ross Steele, with part two of our relationship conversation discussion questionnaire extraordinaire, Devin Nork. Has it already been a week? Uh, probably. Or two. Who knows? Probably a week. Um, anywho, uh, we left off um, with that wild question that left everybody wondering, is it okay to date more people, more than one person at once? And we were like, you know, uh, honorably, yes. Um, but the way that the world sees it, no. Um, and we kind of were in agreement with that. Um, but we're going to talk, get, get today started off, um, as always with a word of prayer. And then we're going to get right into some do's and don'ts and some more questions. So Lord, thank you for this message. Thank you for putting this on our hearts and thank you for giving us the um, opportunity to, to share our testimony, to share our lives and our struggles and successes in this realm uh, throughout our lives. Um, and I just thank you for those listening today. May you just be with them as they listen to this message and uh, walk away uh, with a renewed understanding of relationships and the, the good, the bad, the ugly, and you in the midst of it all. In your name, amen. Amen. All right. So do's and don'ts. Um, give me, you know, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but you can put me on the we're, spot. We're both going to talk about some do's or don'ts. Well, I was going to say, give me like 15 do's and 15? 27 okay, don'ts. 27? <laughs> it's like 27 dresses. It's always twice as many no's as it is yeses. Yes. That's how relationships are, by the way, when you get married. Well, yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, but they could, they call it choosing your battles. Yeah. But you don't actually get any. You don't get any wins. You don't. You really don't. The win is your wife is happy. That's right. Happy wife, happy life. And then they said, well, happy spouse, happy house, you know. Well. For like different people groups. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I mean, I, that's what men say. Happy, happy spouse, happy house. Oh. And then the thing's always been happy, happy wife, happy life mm. for the man. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, well. I'd say, what are, what are some, let, let's, let's like obvious red flags when dating. Does drugs. Interesting. Does illegal things. I mean, like I'm an attorney. So like I, I have so many clients that like will call as the boyfriend or the girlfriend and they're like, Hey, you know, my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, why are you with this guy or girl in the first place? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously like not out committing crimes. I know that's a very simple one, but you would be surprised how many times that that comes. Yeah. Um, goes to church every Sunday or doesn't, but they like, they have We're a talking about don'ts. <laughs> I said don'ts. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't date them if they go to church guys. <laughs> wow. Okay. Don't take me out of context by the way. Here. Yeah. Don't clip yeah. that. Yeah, don't <laughs> okay. That. No. So don'ts. <clears throat> I'd, I'd say an obvious red flag is... Let's just call them red flags because when I yeah, call them don'ts, okay, red flags. people that don't... When you're pursuing somebody, you're in a relationship, if they cheat on you. Yeah, cheating. That's a big one. Or if they're if they're verbally abusive or if they... if they You know, while you're dating, there shouldn't be a lot of... Um, there shouldn't be like arguments at that time, you know? So like if somebody is rude to you or different things like that, that's probably a red flag, you know, because you guys haven't even started your relationship yet. Um, I would also say that another one is just like if they are not motivated or not driven, uh, that would be a red flag for me just because 
you know, if you're not motivated in your life, if you're not driven in your life, then what are you striving for? And I'm not saying that, you know, that's not to say that like, you know, there are, there are men and there are women that, you know, when they get married, they're stay at home spouse. My wife yeah. is technically a stay at home spouse, but she's also very driven in what yeah. she's doing at home. Yeah. And so I think that like somebody needs to have drive in their life mm-hmm. or else that's a red flag. Cause like, what are they doing with their life? So, so sloth, sloth. That's one of the Seven things. There sense. you go. Look at Don't that. be a sloth. Um, I'd say <laughs> another red flag is, um, selfishness. Oh yeah. And I think like there's always people, especially nowadays in the world, they're like, you know, take care of yourself and do things for yourself, make yourself happy, which yeah, you want to be happy. Um, but we're doing it out of self-righteousness and for ourselves and selfishly. Um, so if you're trying to pursue somebody who's not making time for you because they want to do this or that and, you know, hanging out with the boys or hanging out with the girls, um, they're just not making time and they're being really selfish with their time and not spending any of it with you, uh, to deepen your relationship. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. And then I'm going to, so I have one that I think is a red flag, but I think this one is kind of controversial. It's just debatable at this point, just okay. for how we live in the world. But, uh, you know, if they're not chivalrous, and I know that that normally only applies to men, but I just think that. So you know, respect. Sure. If we want to call it respect. Yeah. I mean, because it you can call go it both whatever. ways. But I mean, it's just like, you know, when you go on a date with somebody, the man should pay. So that could be instead of a don't, how about a do? Yeah, do be chivalrous. I just think that, like, the traditional yeah. idea, I know that the Bible doesn't give context for what dating is, yeah. but I think the traditional idea of dating is we've gotten so far away from it, and I think mm-hmm. that that's what creates a lot of problems. Yeah, so, like, those little things. It is. You know, so open the door, close the door. <laughs> and I pay, think that that kind of depends pay. on the relationship, because, like, my wife and I, you know, I'll open the, I don't go around and open the car door for her. Wow. Because she doesn't, Chivalry she doesn't is like dead in your house. No, no. <laughs> she just, she, she's an independent woman. And so she yeah. doesn't need a man to open her door for her. True. Like she knows how to do that. She's a strong woman in that nature. So I open the door when we go places, different things like that. But like when we go to church or if we go to restaurants, she doesn't want to be dropped off at the door. She wants to park and walk in with me. Yeah. Because like there are a lot of men like I'll drop my, you know. And so I think that that's great. That's I me. That's I'm that you, man. I think you should be that way. But I think it also depends on when you get into that relationship, identifying those identifiers. Yeah. About that. What works? Each relationship. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's why I think it's controversial as a on the dues. Yeah, I think that that's controversial because yeah, I think that you have a lot. You have some people on one side that say, yeah, you got to be that way, and if they don't do that, Mm -hmm. not happening. I want her to open the door for me. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, you get you a nice strong woman. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so there's some obvious red flags. Where, right. on top of like uh, chivalry, respect, whatever, what's, what are some do's? Some things that kindness, kindness. It's just something that's so lacking all the time. I'd say on top of with that, not on top of, but alongside that is grace. Oh yeah, because obviously we're human. We everybody screws up. We screw up, and here's the thing: we are going to let the other person down and they're going to let us down yeah now cheating you don't don't necessarily give a bunch of grace for that no it's such an intentional thing yeah but and, I just, like and small it, things yeah yeah you i know, mean like, like you forget something you're gonna get let down and you're gonna let yeah. them down okay. and you got to be able to walk through that together and and show grace and forgiveness in that well because and i'd say that if you can't do that then you're not mature enough for the relationship because i think that you know that's the thing when you get married it's going to happen 
Like, yeah. I'll be the first to admit that I've forgotten things. I've messed things up. I've forgotten to do stuff when my wife has explicitly asked me to do them. Yeah. And there have been times where she's like, Devin, what the heck? And, you know, and she can be frustrated, but there's also many times where she's shown me grace. Now, yeah. She's probably shown me a little too much grace over probably. the years. <laughs> but I just mean, like, you should always be kind. And so, like, playing along with the grace. Yeah. Like, if someone is... Just always be kind. It doesn't matter how someone is to you. Don't let someone walk over you like a rug, but just be kind to them, you know, all the time. Like show them that because I just think yeah. that it's such a powerful thing in relationships and something that it, it can be lacking these days. It's just like people are so blunt with each other and they're so like they lack, I don't know if the word is empathy sometimes. And so I just think that is such an important thing and something that I struggle with a lot. But I'd say another one is just like, you know, we talked about respect already. But also, like, um, you know, we talk about the traditional roles, you know, and I think that this is maybe a later phase. But when you do get married, like recognizing traditional roles. Yeah. Some of the ones that are important, like I'm I'm all for women that if they want to work, work, that's awesome. But when you do have kids, I think that it's really important, you know, for women to stay with the kid and raise them. And and I'm an attorney. okay, and they say in Indiana that we do not treat men and women differently. Okay, when a child is born for paternity or for custody. Custody is who's going to have the child if you're not together. Yeah. Okay. They say that they don't. But they used to have a thing in Indiana called the Tender Years Doctrine, which literally all it was about is that women automatically are presumed or assumed that they're better at taking care of the child when they're young. And, and I 100% believe well, that. Because they got the milk. They do. They got the milk. But they've also got just like... They have the natural yeah. God created that, and yeah, and this and is that's this is what this is all about. This is it. We can go into a whole nother thing about theology sure. of the body, um, which kind of relates to this. But yeah, I, I completely agree with you. So I think that. a do is just I will we'll call it traditional roles of a man yeah. and a woman. I'd say a red flag that kind of wait. We're on red flags. I thought we no, were on dues. We're just going back and oh, forth. Okay. But this one came up, and I was like, I gotta say this, and yeah. and it and it may convict people. It may offend people, mm-hmm. and I don't want anybody to walk away offended. Um, but if you are pursuing somebody or even in a dating relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. or you could even be engaged right now, um, I would highly encourage you not to marry them or further your, your relationship until they deal with any family trauma. There you go generational sin, whatever it is that, that they're battling, that they're dealing with because all that stuff and even mental health and and a lot of people struggle with mental health and this is where i know that some people will probably be upset when they hear this but that stuff gets passed down from generation to generation and you when you talked about generational curses it's a real yeah, thing it is 100 real and and the thing is when, when things happen to us as children if we refuse and just hold on to that and fester and let it fester and let it fester and let it fester the, the enemy loves that because yeah, you're going to pass it off to your kids yeah always and and it's and then they're going to pass it on there because they're and you don't want that for your family so if that's something and you're seeing somebody you're in a relationship with somebody who has that right now encourage them to get help if if they're not necessarily like a hundred percent with the lord right now i'd still suggest talking Mm -hmm. to the lord about it but also go see somebody get help and and go to therapy like whatever it is um it it needs to be dealt with or else you're going to have a lot of issues in your marriage, but also your family Oh yeah, growing up. And that's just, I don't know why this made me think of this, but quality time, mm-hmm. like that's a definite do. 
And I think that the reason I thought of it is because it was something in my marriage and something in my relationship that I didn't do very well for a while. And it's just like, God comes first. Yeah. Okay. There's no question that God comes first. If you're not putting God first, then nothing else is going to go right. Okay. Right. But if you're not putting your spouse second or your family or, you know, we'll just talk about because we're in a relationship, but if you're not putting your spouse second, and I don't mean that your life is not important, so your mental health is important, but I yeah. don't mean that no, you're not is. putting the quality time as a priority. Like I talked about in the first episode of this about how um, I put a lot of my self-interest first. Yeah. And so um, I think that selfishness as a don't, but also quality time as a do. And so that's kind of the opposite. Yeah. And that goes really in spending that time with someone. Mm-hmm. That goes into the love languages. What's your love language? So my number one, I believe, was quality time. Okay. But I didn't exercise it very yeah. well. And then number two. That's the way you show love. Yeah. How do you receive love? Sometimes Receiving love is quality time. Okay. So yours is yeah. the same. Yeah. Lily and I actually, my wife and I, and, and this, this doesn't make a lot of sense, but we had the exact same love languages when we took the test. Because oh. our last one was physical touch. Our first one was quality time. I think gift giving was number four. And then what are the other ones? Uh, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, okay, words acts of affirmation. Of service was number two, words of affirmation, number three, gift giving, four. And gifts, yeah. yeah. And so I yeah. think that, yeah. And yeah, I guess maybe that's why I thought of it. Quality time was just something I wasn't doing very good at, yeah. but it is so, so important. My top two are physical touch and acts of service. Well, I can touch you if you need me to. Thanks. There you go. We just dapped up. <laughs> um, but physical touch. Gifts gifts was my absolute yeah. bottom. Gifts is? I don't show love by giving gifts. And I don't feel love by receiving gifts. You got me that, that inspire outdoor living mug. Yeah, I did. That was a gift giving. It was. It felt I felt very loved when I could receive that. I'm glad you felt loved. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, wanna say, you know, like the physical touch, that's a red flag. Like and I don't mean like hugging and stuff like that, but I just mean like if someone uh, when you are dating or even when you're in a relationship and they're not respecting your yeah, values, they're not respecting your values as a mm-hmm. Christian, and, especially and as hard. a man. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's because hard. a man is supposed to lead, right? Yeah, they are. So even yeah, are. if she wants to, it's like, it's your responsibility as hard as it is. It is. It's your responsibility. Well, to talking from someone with the experience where I failed in that category many, many times. Yeah. But I just can't stress how important it is it, because of how, you know, the gift of, and, and I'll say it, the gift of sex is from God. It was for married couples. That's what it was designed for. And it's a gift in marriage. Mm-hmm. And when you, and I'm going to, you know, when you, when you taint that, you know, when you, when you aren't married and, and I think Lily will agree with me that it affected us when we got married Yeah. because I, I think that there was a period of time where we were like, it was more fun when we weren't married. You know, and I just think that it's a red flag. If someone is just the first date or when you're dating, they want to kiss all the time and they want to have all that physical touch. I mean, it's just, it's a slippery slope. That's exactly what it is leading down. And I think every single person, whether or not it's the man or the woman, lust, one of the seven deadly sins. Yeah. I mean, it is such one that the world uses, culture uses, and the devil uses every single day. Oh, yeah. Everybody, including married men as myself, mm-hmm. they try to get you to stumble. Okay. It's a big red flag. Those are good. Those are good. Hopefully, hopefully... They- helps some people along the way. Uh, but I want to transition to marriage, okay. um, which is completely your expertise. And I have some expertise by like seeing others around me married sure. and like their relationships, but I wouldn't call it expertise. It's just like outside perspective. But um, when, when you got married um, that first year, I, I hear all the time, like first year is the hardest. <laughs> What's up? 
I think my first three years were the hardest. I haven't even been married four years yet. That first year was just, um, I don't know. What, I mean, are, what are some things that happened in that first year? Like what was going on in your Lily life? Lily and I talked about getting divorced in our first year of marriage. Oh. We did because it was that hard. Wow. Because I was so focused on myself. I was still in law school at the time. Yeah. I was so focused on myself. Lily was working. Um, she was paying all of our bills. We didn't have a lot of bills, but she was paying all of our bills. Yeah. And she was working a lot of hours a week. And um, I, I think that there were, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, there were multiple times where both of us said we hated each other. Mm. I mean, it was just, we struggled with self-interest. Mm-hmm. We were not putting each other first. And on top of that, we did not, we we're both Christians. We were both going yeah. to church almost every Sunday, but we did not, we weren't putting God first. You know, going to church was going through the motions. You know, and so I think that those were, it really was. I, and, and I was telling Ross this during the break. Um, I've had more bad of marriage than I have good marriage. Okay? Yeah. We've not been married four years, but the first three years sucked. Yeah. So, I mean, in those four years, you're coming up on four years here in May. Uh, talk about, I don't know, those three years and then this last year, I guess. And so, you know, I'm, I know Ross has talked to you guys about his revival in 2019. Yeah, I believe, and I think that I had that. You revival. don't remember your own revival at well, the same no. time. I, I know. I just wanted to make sure it was twenty. It was the July thirteenth. Yeah, can you believe that was only a year before? Twenty nineteen. It's nuts. But anyways, so I, I think that I had my revival in July of twenty nineteen. Yeah, but my wife did not. Hmm. And so my wife has always kind of been, and and I don't mean to speak for her because she's very well apt and capable of speaking about these topics on her own. But I think that, you know, my wife thought those things were important, like, you know, church and all those things. But it was only up until the last six or seven months where she's truly really come out of her shell and really putting God first. And I think that I was trying to do that. But when I was still having troubles in my marriage for those first, because 2019 is only one year into my marriage. Okay. So since 2019 onward, I might have had yeah. my revival, but I didn't have my marriage revival. That didn't happen mm-hmm. until probably less than a year ago. 20. 21. Yeah, I mean, literally less than a year ago where Lily and I finally, and, and it wasn't even me. I don't attribute it to me. Yeah. I attribute it to Lily. I don't know what happened. God. But there was just, it, yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's, there's no better way to put it, but, you know, God happened yeah. in our marriage. And so Lily became this totally new person, and then I became this totally new person, and we started serving each other, mm. and everything just really, truly serving. took off. Yeah, serving. It's, it's wow. You can't do enough of it in a marriage, okay? There's no such thing as doing too much. Something that I was told a long time ago was give, 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 give. Let them take, 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 and then give some more. Yeah. And then you'll be well. You'll be doing really well. Because just remember what Jesus did was all he ever did was give. Yeah. Jesus never took anything. Yeah, we just took his life. Yeah. I mean, Jesus that literally, literally all he did was eternal give. life, baby. Yeah, but I just mean all he did was <clears throat> gave. Yeah. We don't, we didn't earn it. You know, and so when they talk about being the bridegroom and the bride, yeah, you can't ever give enough, right? You know, and so I think that when Lily and I really got onto that same page, mm-hmm. I just think we've we've turned our marriage for the better. Everything is yeah. awesome. We're serving a church together. We're going to conferences together, and I just think that all those things, yeah, I mean, truly made all the difference. Thank uh, you, Jesus. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think a piece of that. And just my guess, obviously, I can't speak for your wife either, but do you think um, there was a time when, uh, you know, 
you guys, when, when you were still in law school, you were living with her parents, your in-laws. You guys yeah. were married and lived with your in-laws. Um, but in that, she's still in her child at home. Yep. So that the authority of the house is essentially her dad still, instead of you, even though you're her husband, right? Oh, yeah. Which is kind of weird, I'm sure. Um, it created difficulties, for sure. But with that also, do you think that there was piggybacking of her parents' faith? Like she just piggybacked off her parents' faith until, you know, just the last year and a half or two, like an actual, until she finally got that relationship, her own relationship with the Lord. Well, and, and and honestly, I mean, that's a really good question. And the reason I say that is because I even think like her parents have really come more out of their shells. And I think even my parents have come more out of their shells in their relationship. Because of you. Christ. Well, because well, of I Christ. Don't know. Yeah, because of Christ. Because I just of how mean he's that. used you. I, I just mean that like, you know, so many things have happened since COVID. Yeah. I mean, COVID's been the most blessed time of my life. Yeah. And I know that not everybody can say that. I mean, mm-hmm. I just lost my grandpa. His secondary sure. cause was COVID. I'm not saying that COVID is not a serious thing about how people die. I just mean that during COVID, God has shown through. Yeah. And I think that I wanted to say, <clears throat> while Lily and I were living at her parents' house, when we were like, we're going to do this, I was like, heck no. I was like, <laughs> no, I don't want to do this. Not at all. Yeah. And then as we started living there, you know, her dad and I started hanging out more. And yeah. He, and he really, he did such an amazing job of allowing me to kind of be a man in his house, uh-huh. not to be the man of his house, right. but to be a man in his house. Mm-hmm. And like him and I started like hanging out, going to movies together, really getting along, doing a lot of work yeah. together. And then my wife was just like, we got to get out of here. We got to go. <laughs> you guys are too close. But I, I do believe that when we moved out, even for the first year that we moved out, it was still pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I think cause we were, it was like we had been married for almost three years at that time. And we were like, or two years, and we were like now trying to start living together alone. Yeah. So I think it was kind of just like restarting. And so I guess you could call that our first year of marriage again. Part two. Yeah, part two of our first year again. And then, you know, after that year, things have just exploded in a, in a blessed way. Yeah. And in every way in my life, I, you know, not just in my marriage, but mm-hmm. in my in my business and what I'm doing personally and what I'm doing with Ross or with you, I guess you're sitting here, <laughs> but just what I'm doing with you, all the things that we're doing and all the things that you're accomplishing. And so, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to say like out, outside perspective, obviously, mm-hmm. as myself, um, I, I'm like the, the lifelong third wheel, lifelong third wheel for Lily and Devin. Um, sometimes she, I say that and she's probably, she probably, right after I said that, she goes, no, I'm the third wheel because she thinks she's <laughs> she the third said, wheel sometimes. She still says that sometimes. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and, but outside perspective over the last, you know, year, year and a half or so, yeah. I've truly seen your relationship grow and flourish into a great marriage. Um, and, it, and it feels that way. That it is now. What, what changed? Like what, I know you brush on it a little sure. bit, but like what changed? What was that, that centerfold, that centerpiece that you guys set up for yourself? Well, something that Ross talks about a lot on this podcast is three letters, one word, G-O-D. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going with that? <laughs> no, I had no idea, to be honest. <laughs> I, I just mean that that's the only thing that I can think of that changed. And what I mean by that is, you know, when I went through law school <clears throat> and when we were married, I was so focused on just what I was doing. Yeah. And I wasn't praying. I wasn't reading my Bible. I wasn't doing those things. And neither was Lily. You know, and I think that once we really started to put that into perspective and to put it into focus, 
everything changed. You know, Lily started coming to me and saying, Devin, we got to do better. Yeah. You know, we need to be praying together. We need to be doing devotions together. We need to be doing this and that together. We need to be getting involved. And I'm thinking, who is this woman? Mm. This is not the woman I married. Yeah. She's better. Yeah. You know, and so when I got married, I thought this is, she's the, she's the greatest, but she's, she's exceeded those expectations in terms of, I try to be a leader in our home. Yeah. But Lily's right there to, you know, to help me forward if I'm stumbling. She's a good spiritual leader. She, yeah, she's great. Support. Or- yeah, I think we. It, what I mean by that is that she picks up where I'm lacking Yeah. in a lot of areas. And so, no, really, God was the answer. And and, and, and I don't mean to say that like that's just some like, that's what everybody says. But I mean, because it really was. Because the only thing that I can attribute it to is that because that's the only thing in my life that I've really, really put in the centerpiece yeah. of my marriage. You know, even after my revival, you know, Tim Tebow in 2020 at Passion was like, you're on the mountaintop, everybody. You know, you're up here. putting my hand up in the air right now. You know, as high as you can get it, that's where you're at. And he said, you know, when you leave this place, you're going to be there for a little while. And he said, as the months go by, you know, you're going to feel yourself falling back down. Mm -hmm. And he says, that's why I'm telling you that now so that you can stay up. And I didn't stay up, but I think that Lily and I together are staying up because, you know, you now have this accountability person um, in your marriage that can help you, you know, when you're slacking, right. you're there. When she's slacking, I'm there. And so it's like... It's, it's like the, the triangle concept. And he is putting a triangle up right now. I am. But at the top, the center, yep. is God. Yep. And then you two are down at the bottom because you guys are lower, but you're on the same level. Yep. And, but... You both have your own relationship That's with right. God, and you both have your own relationship with each other. Yep. Um, and, but it's continuous. That might be the best way to put it. That's actually a really good way to put it because I think when we made God the centerfold piece in our relationship, you know, God blessed us for that. I think God has always been trying to, you know, help us to get to that point. It just took a while. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't make it to that point, and that's the problem right now is that they did like what I did. I was a mediocre, lukewarm Christian, and then I got married, and then I found a revival, and then, you know, I got to that place, you know. But I'm telling you, if you get to that place and then you get into a relationship, like, I, I don't even yeah. know, because it would probably be as great it is as for me right now, right, as you start, and I just think that. It's harder. I don't know. I, I think it's I, better. I don't actually know that, but from a single perspective, yeah look like you know not actively not really at the moment actively Mm -hmm. seeking you know marriage sure well not really marriage but just like a relationship sure it's just like being wherever god calls me and you Um, can be there in an instant because you don't have that's the gift of singleness yes true um but it's like because for me it's like i'm looking for a, a, a woman of god not not a christian woman sure a woman of god and and but that doesn't always mean the first woman of God That's right. you find is going to be the the right one, right? 100%. Um, and it, it causes you to be a little more picky, I guess. But because <laughs> <laughs> I could go find somebody, I'm sure, just like somebody who doesn't, you know, doesn't have a, a good, strong relationship with the Lord, sure. and you know, it is what it is. Um, I think you know God wants the best for you, so yeah, there's all no, of you. You shouldn't settle. I just mean that, you know, when you're young. You know, like, I don't think Lily and I would have stayed together if it wasn't for God. I think Lily and I really, truly were ready to give up. 
in that first year. I mean that. I know you're looking I at me like... I would have been the chain link. Yeah. I held you guys together. You're looking at me like, you're looking at me like, <laughs> dang. And I just mean But that. it's real. I mean, it, it I am looking at you like that because like... It was real. That was real. It was. And it, and it was really hard. I remember hard. that time in your life for both of you. What I mean to say that is that I don't think you're ever going to go through that. Well, yeah. I really don't. You know, I pray that nobody else does, but I think that that's why the divorce rate is so high is because... Mm-hmm. They, People come in with expectations. Yeah. And be honest, a lot of them don't have a relationship with God. They don't. No. A, they don't. a real relationship that's their own. That's right. Um, so before we close out, uh, what's some advice? I'm sure people have take, could take a lot of advice from the last two episodes, uh, part one and part two of this. Um, but for those who might be listening and ready to take that next step and get married, um, What's some advice that you would give man or male or female? Uh, doesn't matter. Um, well, I think for both is, you know, learn to be a servant, learn to serve. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that's so important. I think that when Lily and I really learn to serve each other instead of trying to control each other. And what I mean by that is like, you know, everybody's got baggage. Yeah. Everybody's sinning all the time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, learn to serve each other. And I think you'll find that through that, true that's where true love comes in because just remember all god did was gave he never take and so let that be an example and then another piece of advice is just um don't be lukewarm you know if you're gonna if you're gonna get married you know you got to be all in you can't be like on the fence about it you know don't be a lukewarm christian don't be in a lukewarm relationship you know don't just be going through the motions yeah. You know, you got to be looking for someone that's ready to do life with you because you make a vow, you know, for better or worse, sickness and health till death do us part. Yeah. And you make that vow before God. You know, as God is your witness, you yeah. make that vow before him and he expects you to keep it. And in front of friends and family, and that's yeah. not for just show. It's that's not. You actually have to have witnesses to be accountable. <laughs> Yeah, for them to hold you. It's just like baptism. That's it's right. just a public declaration. It is a public declaration. Yeah. Um, and you do it in front of people so that those That's people right. can help support you and walk That's you through right. that. And same thing with marriage. So just don't be lukewarm and be a servant. Be a servant. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. Dev, I love you, man. It's it's you it's awesome that we can do this. And you have a lot of wisdom uh, to provide to well, people. You need to get an old guy on you like me for like 30 years. Well, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, I, I'm glad I could finally get you on here. Thank you very and, much. And so much love for you and Lily and all the animals that you have and hopefully have future kids. Yeah, um, if any of one of your viewers wants to come, you know, pet some horses or goats, I got plenty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they reach out, I'll let them yeah, know. Yeah, if they reach out. Um, but as always, guys, uh, we are going to close out with a blessing, uh, prayer blessing over each and every one of you. Lord, thank you for this moment. I say thank you almost every single time, and it's because I am grateful, Lord, for you and what you've done for us. Um, I thank you for the the opportunities you've given each of us, Devin and I, to be in the position we are in right now um, and to pour into those who may also be in, in those relationships and struggling with the same things that we struggle with, Lord. I pray that each person who is listening today may walk away uh, with with a, a much larger, grander viewpoints of you and who you are and how important and truly amazing you truly are, God. I thank you for 
the, the, the blood on the cross that was shed for all of our sins, Lord. May we uh, learn to serve others, not just our spouses or girlfriends, but just everybody in our life. May we learn to serve and have a servant's heart guide us in that path and to glorify you against advance the gospel and build your kingdom every single day. Your name. Amen. Amen.